Hey, Ride of Your Life Ministries, I got that right. Welcome to the Ride of Your Life podcast. It is I, Donnie, and no Ryan this week. He is actually up in Cedar Point in northern Ohio for the Winter Chill Out event this weekend. So um, he got uh, he gets to enjoy that with a few of his um, coaster buddies there. But I am joined by a very special guest this evening, Mr. Blaine Glisson. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. We knew we had to get you on as one of the first guests on here. Last week we had Katie, and this week we're like, we got to follow it up with Blaine. So uh, we're so glad you're able to make it this week, man. Oh, yeah. Glad to be here. So, um... To get things started, we're going to kick off with a few questions here. Um, some that um, I prepared you with, and some that I didn't. So, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay, so the first question, we asked this to Katie. Um, the original question was, what's your favorite color? But we kind of switched it up with a coaster um, take on it. So, what's your favorite coaster color scheme? Uh, I really like the navy blue with the yellow, like on mine too. I just yeah. really love taking pictures of that coaster because of that color scheme. Yeah, that's a really cool one, and I have not been able to experience that yet, but that is one of those that I want to um, bucket list someday. So, oh, it, um, it is a great part. Awesome, man. Good stuff. And the next one is what is your favorite food and restaurant? It could be from two different places or whatever. Steak, and then mm -hmm. my favorite restaurant, served steak, it's Outback, Outback Steakhouse. And the thing that separates them from other steakhouses is I love their bread. That's a win for me too, man. I love their bread. Yeah. Well, I will say this though. Texas Roadhouse Rolls... Yeah, can't beat those. A lot of can't. people like Texas Roadhouse's rolls. I don't like the cinnamon butter, but um, I know a lot of people do. Yeah, and uh, on a good day, I like the cinnamon butter, but uh, just the rolls themselves are, as I say, the chef's kiss, man. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to steak, you got to go to Outback. So. Yeah, definitely. Now, here's the question to follow up with that question. How do you like your steak? So, I'll tell you, I started off as a medium well guy, but mm -hmm. my friends actually talked me down to medium. Hey, that's good, man. Um, uh, good stuff, man. Um, what's your favorite movie? Okay, so I was thinking really hard about this because I like a lot of movies. I'm a movie guy. Mm -hmm. And what I came to the conclusion was Castaway. Yeah, that's a good one. And with good old Wilson. It, it makes me sad every time. Yeah, man. I don't remember the last time I saw that movie. It's a classic. And I, I don't know the last time I saw that. But that's a good one. Tom yeah, Hanks yeah. is... Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's a good movie when you have the original copy of it, too. Right. Man. That's awesome. I think it might be it might be DVD, but I feel like I remember it being VHS. Yeah, but 
Yeah, it's a good movie. Tom Hanks is one of my favorite actors. He, oh, yeah. He's done some good ones. Yeah. But awesome, man. Um, what's your favorite band or artist? Uh, so my favorite artist is going to be George Strait. Okay. And then favorite band. That's a tough one. I'll probably say Rascal Flatts. There you go. Good stuff, man. So you're more of the country-flavored uh, music genre? Yeah, that's what I grew up on. I don't like it as much lately just because it's been going a little more towards country pop. And yeah. it just doesn't feel like country anymore. Yeah. Some of the classic country is good stuff. Um, who's your favorite, like, old-school country artist? Oh, <laughs> that's a uh, tough one, right? <laughs> I would probably go Waylon Jennings. Okay, cool. What's your favorite song of his? If I'm remembering right, I think it's Hello Darling. Okay. That might be Conway Twitty, actually. Okay. Hey, I'll take your word for it, man. I'm not going to fact check you in this episode, <laughs> so <laughs> let's roll with it. But good stuff, man. Um, the next one, I, I think we kind of answered it a little bit, but what's your favorite song? Okay, my favorite song is actually different from my favorite singer. Uh, okay. In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Oh, I like Phil Collins. He yeah. did a really good job. He did a really good job with the Tarzan soundtrack. Yes. I was going to say, like, that is probably one of the best Disney soundtracks ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude's a legend. I love the drum solo in In the Air Tonight. Yeah. Phil Collins is the man. Alright. So here's one of the big questions of the evening. What is your favorite coaster? My favorite roller coaster is Velocicoaster. There you go. Yeah, buddy. It was such an amazing trip in January. And mm-hmm. I got, I think, five total rides on it. I got two, like, early afternoon and then I got a sunset ride and then I got two night rides and the sunset ride and night rides just did it for me man I'm so jealous man like when we went to Universal this past time um, they closed early I I think they closed Islands early that evening so we didn't get to catch a night ride on there but we're actually going in November for the Orlando Informer meetup, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll get a night ride on that. It yeah, so definitely. awesome at night. And what's your thoughts on Hagrid? That's one of my favorites there. Did you what get to do Hagrid? Hagrid's motorbike adventure. Yes. I love that. How to get man. the bike seat? Mm-hmm. The bike, you you really can't miss on either one. Like they're both a win two different experiences almost but the bike that's mine too oh yeah Mm -hmm. the sidecar is just neat because you're like so low to the ground but like being on the bike it's like you're you're driving this thing it's so cool awesome um what's your favorite park uh i'm gonna go with cedar point i've only been there maybe two or three times but it just blew me away the first time I went, and it's really what I would say got me 
either into coaster, uh, being a coaster enthusiast or back into it. I grew up going to Six Flags, but like I really got like aware of there being other parks when I went to Cedar Point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to get into the, if you want that introduction to coasters, Cedar Point is the way to go, and as you can attest to for that. Yeah, I will say Kings Island is probably like second or third on the list, and that's just mm -hmm. because I went when it rained. I feel like it yeah. could go up to number one if I got a good sunny day. Yeah, and I'll say this, the perk of Kings Island on a rainy day is you get to ride pretty much anything with no weight at all. Yeah. Uh, front line everything, but um, yeah, man, come on back up whenever um, there, you have a chance and whenever it's sunny and there's no guarantees Ohio because you never know what the weather's going to be here in Ohio, especially Cincinnati. Yeah. But good stuff, man. But um, time for some fun ones that we did. We pulled some of our um, followers, viewers here on the Ride of Your Life page. We asked them about some questions for you. Um, there's one I'm going to save for as the last question because this one I think a lot of people are asking. Uh, let me see here. Let me pull up my list. But um, One of the first questions comes from Miss Katie Kreiner, who was on the episode last week. Her question for you was... I'm going to make sure this is stated correctly. Her question for you, Blaine, was... What's your most anticipated coaster? Oh, man. Let's see. As far as, like, new for this year, I'd say Erie Force 1. As far as, okay. like, new to me, I would probably say... Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. Let's... Let's say uh, I really want to get to uh, Twisted Cyclone, or is it Wicked Cyclone at Six Flags New England? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I've never been to any of the Cedar, or not Cedar Point, but um, I've never been to any of the Six Flags parks. Okay. So that's one of those that I eventually want to go to. Maybe Six Flags over or Georgia. Yeah. Who knows? I hope you come down there. Yeah, man. And um, that's another fun fact about Blaine here is his home park is Six Flags, Georgia. So, what's your favorite ride there? What's one ride, if I had to go there right now, that I had to ride? My favorite ride over Georgia? Yep. Uh, I'm going Goliath. It's just a great, great hyper coaster. Good stuff, man. Um, the next one, uh, actually two from Kenzie here, is... What's your favorite ministry to serve in at church? Uh, I served in the youth ministry for a long time. Uh, and I didn't really enjoy seeing uh, the... It's not about that, but seeing the return investment. Uh, I invest my time and just my life in the teens and getting to see them actually grow closer to the Lord. Um, Amen just a great uh, feeling getting to uh, be a part of that and just trying to help disciple these uh, teens because a lot of our teens at our church come from broken homes and so they don't necessarily have 
uh, two parent figures in their life. And so I'm not necessarily old enough to be their parents, but I'm old enough to be like a brother to them. And that's usually what I try to do is be a brother to them, a brother in Christ, and just help steer them in the right direction. Amen. And youth ministry is one of those that goes unseen. People take it for granted so often, but it's one of the most rewarding because, you, like you said, you get to see that growth yes. in them desiring the Word of God. And that it's awesome, man. It's not for the faint of heart either because it will wear you down. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. <laughs> and the older you get, the more they make you just tired and tired, man. But, man, like I said, we do appreciate all the youth leaders. Uh, whether you're listening here and uh, youth leaders like you, um, Blaine, just thank you for investing in these kids, the next generation of the church, or the generation now, honestly. The church yeah, that's right. is the teens. So, awesome, man. And then the second one from Kenzie is, what's your bucket list park to visit someday? Oh, man. Bucket list park in the States, I would probably say Hershey Park. No, no, no. Magic Mountain. Okay. Surprise cool. Magic Mountain. And then outside of the States, I think I'm going to go Energy Landia. Okay. Uh, that, I've heard a little bit about that Energy um, but I don't know too much about it. That's one of those I need to look into. There's a lot of good European parts, and I they kind of all go together for me. I just know that's one that I hear a lot about. There's also one in, like, Poland, wherever Zadra's at. Because I, I love RMC, so I'd love to ride Zadra. And then uh, Smiler as well. Yes. Um, that's Alton Towers, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to go to Alton Tower someday. It seems like that park's really cool. Yeah. Really cool thing. Yeah, yeah, I had some on my microphone there, but um, she actually has one more question here. Who's your favorite coaster vlogger or coaster uh, YouTuber? Oh. I don't want to pick favorites because, like, I love everybody that's in my <laughs> chat and stuff. But yeah. man, the Zooters, they crack me up. <laughs> yeah, actually, the Zooters are going to be here in two weeks for the episode. So, a little promo for you all there. But um, they are funny guys, man. They are. And, and you can just tell they're genuine. Mm hmm. And. Yeah, they, they're just real guys, real funny, just, they're good stuff, man. So, all right, and then the biggest question of all, the question that everybody's thinking, are you Mr. Beast? <laughs> I've had so many people say that to me in the park, and I had no idea like, how close in looks that we were. But man, if I if I were Mr. Beast, I would I would be taking a lot of my friends to parks, and we would be having a fun time. But I am very content with where the Lord has me and the money in my bank account. Uh, Mr. Beast is a cool guy. I don't know if he knows the Lord or not, but I pray that I pray that he comes to know the Lord someday. 
Amen. Yeah, he he produced some good content, but ultimately he needs to know where his soul will spend eternity someday. So yeah, awesome man. Well, now we want to transition over to you. Um, Lane, we just want to open the floor to you to um, share your testimony, share your story, and just whatever the Lord lays on your heart, and then uh, we'll pop in here and there and just we'll talk, man. So the floor is all yours. Yeah, so I believe every testimony begins with uh, salvation and how the Lord um, worked in my heart to bring me to Him. And so I don't have that rough upbringing type backstory. I grew up in church. Um, I was taught right from wrong at an early age. But at six years old, I don't remember if it was on a Sunday or what necessarily transpired. I just know that I was at my house in my room and I asked my dad how to be saved and he sat me down and explained it to me. And that day I called on the Lord to save me of my sins. Um, and that's my salvation testimony. And then my testimony of what the Lord has done in my life uh, pretty much starts from birth. Was that, uh, which birth itself is a miracle. Um, and we ought not take that for granted. But I was born eight weeks early. And so uh, because of that, certain parts of uh my body did not develop properly um, and so I was born with what's called an AP window which was like a hole between my heart and lungs and it was allowing unoxygenated blood to flow into my heart and lungs but the thing is it took three years before the doctors figured this out so by the time I was almost age three I had 75% heart and lung damage and so um, one reason I'm wanting to go to New England at some point is the fact that I actually had to go to Boston to have open heart surgery. Uh, I actually was un under surgery in a coma, however you say it, during my third birthday. So we actually celebrated my third birthday early. Um, so that was pretty neat. But the doctors told my parents, they said uh, pretty much, we don't know how this surgery is going to go uh, but even if it is successful you're probably looking at only about five more years with your son uh, and I'm thankful that they took that chance and I just turned 26 in January so that's been uh, 23 years ago and so the Lord has allowed me to live 15 years 15 or more years longer than the doctors expected and then fast forward to my junior year of high school uh, again because i was born eight weeks early the bones of my neck are fused together and so one night at church we were playing a game and me and my friends we were horsing around i tackle my friend and i take his shoe and he's chasing me to get his shoe back and i'm running down a dark hallway and come to run around the corner and run head first to the door. And I'm on the ground and I can just tell something's happened, something's wrong. Because I couldn't feel my arms and legs. Um, I come to find out that I was paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, 
And so that was a very life-changing moment in my life uh, because I'll be honest, I was playing church at that point in my life. Uh, I knew just how to say all the right answers, how to do all the right things. But I knew in my heart that my heart wasn't right with the Lord at that point. Uh, and the Lord used that uh, to draw me back to Him. Uh, we hear the metaphor bringing, uh, being brought to your knees. Well, it was both metaphorically and physically that I was brought to my knees before the Lord. Uh, because I had to go to Atlanta, Georgia to rehab. Uh, in about four or five weeks, I had to learn how to walk again, learn how to tie my shoes again, to brush my teeth. And also, this time just really showed me to be thankful for the little things. I never once before that moment would have thought a second, uh, given it a second thought about tying my shoes or about being able to hold a pizza slice. Um, and all these little things, we consider them little, but when, when they're taken away, they don't seem so little anymore. And there was a lot that was taken from me in that uh, time frame in my life. Uh, but the Lord is a gracious and merciful God, and Amen. He allowed me to learn from that, and He would still be a good God even if I were still in a wheelchair. But He had a purpose, and uh, I pray that it, um, my story is able to give Him the glory, because when I was paralyzed in the hospital, the doctors told me that I would probably go to college in a wheelchair my junior year of high school so they're saying about two years being in a wheelchair maybe longer I walked out of that rehab facility uh, and then walked across the graduation stage at high school my junior college graduation stage and then my Bible college graduation stage and so three separate times the Lord allowed me to walk across the graduation and just to uh, get to do that was such a blessing and I'm just so very thankful for what the Lord's done in my life and then my senior year, I believe it was after my senior year of church camp was when I uh, surrendered to preach I kind of felt like the Lord had um, been working on my heart about that for a while even as a kid in children's church, I would ask the teacher, hey, can I teach the Bible lesson? Hey, can I teach the Bible lesson? And then finally, I'm in my senior year of church camp, and the Lord just laid it on my heart during one of the messages that he had called me to preach. Now, I, I got confused, and I thought that it was my desire to preach and not the Lord's desire. And so it took me another year or two before I uh, finally just fully committed to that calling. And then I spent the next year uh, searching for a Bible college. And then I went to Bible college for three years and graduated with a bachelor's degree in pastoral ministries. Uh, I do feel full uh, towards youth ministry, but I majored in pastoral just to kind of cover all my bases. And um, that was a really uh, great time being up there 
the Lord allowed me to share my testimony up there in Tennessee in front of 2,000 people. And through that, I met an older gentleman that was at our church, and he ended up paying on my school bill each month for the whole time I was there. And then later on in school, I became an RA. And so every time, I just encourage you, if you feel the Lord calling you to do something, don't hesitate. Be obedient to His calling because I had no idea how I was going to pay $6,000 a semester. But every time the bill came to, the Lord supplied. And it was just such an amazing thing. I mean, there would be a receipt in the mailbox saying somebody paid on your school bill. Or there would be somebody at Chick-fil-A that would want to pay for my lunch. And it was just things like that, getting to experience that was such a blessing. And then later on during college, uh, I thought that I wanted to go spend a semester in England. Uh, But ultimately, my doctors told me no, and so it wasn't of the Lord. Well, because of that, I was back in Tennessee for that semester and got to share my testimony at a football practice, and two of the football players got saved. And that made me realize how amazing God's timing is and how great are His ways above my ways and His thoughts higher than my thoughts that if I would have gone to England yeah, I might could have made an impact there, but what impact would I have gotten to be on those two football players? And that the Lord had a purpose for me being there. And he allowed me to go to New York with the choir and uh, witness up there. He allowed me to go to the University of Tennessee campus and witness there each week. And then I got to work at a summer camp, and I got to lead three boys to the Lord that summer and I've got their names in the back of my Bible and just all the way up until even now getting to be uh, helping out at church in whatever way I can Uh, the Lord has just been so good to me and I'm thankful now uh, to be uh, a part of this ministry the Right of Your Life ministry and what the Lord's going to do in it I'm just so very thankful for all the Lord's done in my life, all that He's doing, and all that I trust that He's going to do. Amen, man. Man, that's just a testimony, giving God the glory, man. I appreciate you bragging on the Lord a little bit there, man. That, not a little bit, but a whole lot. Praise God, man. And um, some things to go along with your testimony there. Um, a question I would say is, what would your response be to someone that is questioning why God would allow something like this to happen to someone who's been faithful all their life and uh, just given everything to him. Why would God allow this? Uh, I feel God allows things to happen for us to learn something. Um, We see in the Bible that uh, Israel, they were God's people, are God's people, and when they were disobedient to the Lord, he would chastise them as you chastise your children. Uh, but then they would return to the Lord and he would uh, and he would put them back in a good situation. And whether it was a chastising situation or not, I don't know that. I'll find that out when I get to heaven. Maybe I won't. 
but I just know that uh, through that story uh, and what I'll talk about later in my favorite Bible verse, uh, actually it's a different Bible verse, but it connects to my favorite Bible character. What, uh, what was meant for evil, God meant for good. And so you can take my situation, you can take my uh, heart and lung situation, you can take my back and neck situation, um, you can take my paralysis situation, and you can look at that and you can say, oh, poor me. Or you can say, wow, am I blessed. I mean, every time that something has happened in my life, God didn't leave me there. God brought me through it. And God didn't have to bring me through it, but He did anyway. God allowed me to walk again. And I believe He did that for His honor and glory so that I could be in places like this place now, uh, on this podcast, sharing my story so that somebody might possibly hear and come to know the Lord as their Savior because maybe they've had issues and struggles too. But if they can see me happy through my struggles living for the Lord, then that'll be a blessing enough. And I hope that I'm able to be that kind of a testimony in showing that God is good all the time and it's not just a cliche. In the, in the mountains and the valleys, God is still there with us. Amen. And God has a purpose. Amen, man. And another thing to go along with your testimony and story there, um, obviously we know that God is good and he brings us through the storms of our, our, of our lives, but what? how do you know the voice of God? How would you say to someone, this is hearing the voice of God, this is what God's speaking to me about, especially with... Um, being called into ministry like he called you to. Okay, so uh, as far as being called into the ministry, it was just that God wouldn't allow me to have the peace when I was searching for other things. I tried to do other things, but the Lord did not want me to do those things. I tried to go into chemical engineering. God steered me in a different direction. I tried to do business. Even got a degree in business. I still, at the end of the day, people ask me, what are you going to do with your degree? I'm like, I have no clue. And it was at that point, God reminded me of that time at church camp. Uh, And I can't fully explain it other than there is a feeling in your heart. And when you're truly seeking the Lord and seeking His will, He makes known what He wants for you. And I was just like, I've tried it my way twice now. And I don't want to try a third time and strike out. And so at that point, I'm like, let me try it God's way. Let me just at least attempt to. And if it doesn't work, then maybe it's just not God's will. But I just knew that God had a purpose for my life. And he wanted me to preach his word. And God just further um, clarified that or uh, I don't know what the word is, but God just just put his stamp on it. When I went to Bible college, I knew that was where I was supposed to be. Uh, just through those things, like somebody paying on my school bill and getting to share my testimony, I knew that I was where God wanted me to be. So 
if that's you, and it doesn't even have to be a ministry struggle, maybe it's just a job issue. You're praying about where the Lord would have you to work next, or if the Lord would have you to quit your job. Um, I urge you to pray about that before you make a decision that big. But it's always important in everything, not just the big decisions, but the little decisions, to seek the Lord. And uh, the Bible says, if, if you seek the Lord, He will be found. And so the Lord is wanting you to seek Him. And He's not wanting to hide His purpose for your life. He wants you to know the purpose for your life. But He wants you to trust Him while doing it. He's not going to give you all the answers, but uh, a story I heard was that He'll give you just enough light to see the next step, to take that next step of faith. So that's all you can do is take a step of faith and then another step of faith and just keep following the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Praise the Lord for that. And just when God is speaking to you about something, you got to be obedient and you got to keep following exactly what he has for your life. And praise the Lord for your testimony of obedience and God blesses obedience. He rewards obedience and just seeing the fruit that's come from your obedience is phenomenal, man. Praise God. But, Amen. Um, one last question for you, and then we'll have some closing questions and thoughts. Um, what would be your advice to a young person that might be listening to this podcast? What biblical spiritual advice would you give teen, a teen? What is something they need to know? I would encourage any young person to make sure you're surrounding yourself with a group of believers. Uh, that's not to say you can't be friends with an, un, uh, with an unbeliever, but the closer you are to an unbeliever, the more they're going to try to pull you away from the Lord. Uh, now, a lot of people want to be a uh, evangelizing friend. They want to try to uh, win the lost friendship. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but having a core group of friends that are believers that when you're having a bad day spiritually that they can help pick you up and nobody's going to pick you up like the Lord can pick you up but it's important to have friends that can help uh, strengthen you and encourage you and when you get out of line that they will correct you and not in a judgmental way but holding you accountable because as Christians we need to hold ourselves accountable and we need to be okay with other people holding us accountable. Because Absolutely. as believers, we need to be living our lives for the Lord. And so I would just encourage the young person, uh, stay faithful to the Lord. Surround yourself with a core group of believers in Christ. And there's going to be peer pressure. That's, that's a given. Mm -hmm. But don't give in to that. I mean, it's so easy to want to follow the uh, popular crowd, but the Bible has called us to walk the straight and narrow road, and so I just encourage the young person to uh, be in God's Word as much as you can. I wish that I would have become more faithful sooner. I mean, I grew up in church, but it didn't really click for me until about my junior or senior year of high school. And then I just really got on fire for the Lord. I encourage the young person, get on fire for the Lord now. And start 
uh, living for him now, winning souls now, winning souls to Christ. Uh, I urge you just uh, take time to volunteer in the church, whatever way you can help in. Find ways to do uh, service for the Lord. Uh, salvation isn't works-based, but there's things that we can do for the Lord. Uh, and it'll be a rewarding thing for you as well. That's not the point in it, but just find things to do for the Lord. Amen. And that's definitely what our young people need to hear nowadays is keep serving God. Even when the world seems against you, God is for you. And he, he wants to use you the best way he can. And again, just like you said with your story, you have to be faithful and give yourself fully to the Lord. And, and it all begins with your friends too, like you said. And they, I've heard someone once say that, show me your friends, show me your future. How yeah. your friends are, that's who you're going to end up being like. And if you surround yourself with good, solid Christian young people, that's how you're going to end up. And that's our prayer for all the young people listening here is to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah, that's right. Amen, man. Well, we got a few last questions here, and then I'll let you plug yourself, um, like where people can find you on social media. But um, we meant, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but what is your life verse, and why is it your life verse? My life verse is Romans eight twenty eight. And we do know that all things work together for them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. And it just, I feel like it perfectly connects with my testimony in that I can see now that there was a purpose behind everything that has happened in my life. And all I know is that I need to love God. Uh, and he, he has worked it all out for his good to lead me to where I am now. Amen. And um, and you kind of covered this as well. Um, but to go back to who is your favorite person in the Bible and why? Is, uh, this could be a person you relate to or do you just like their story. Who's your favorite person you look to and why? My favorite person in the Bible would be Joseph. Uh, one of my first uh, Bible lessons that I got to teach was actually on Joseph in the coat of many colors and just the more that I read his story the more that I'm amazed at how he was thrown into a pit, sold into slavery uh, falsely accused and just so many different things happened but God meant it for good and he was able to uh, bring his family out of the famine because of where God had put him and all the different things that he had to go through and yet he still was faithful to the Lord he still trusted that God had a plan Amen. Yeah. I love Joseph's story too he had every right to be bitter but because of not being bitter he was blessed Yeah. and God used him even if you look at his life it's a depiction of Jesus and what was to come in the New Testament. He was the Old Testament representative of Jesus. And that's beautiful to look at. Yeah. And um, two last questions for you. What do you want to see God do in your life in 2023? 
Uh, I just want to see him uh, use my testimony to be able to draw people to him so that others can know that yes, the Christian walk is not a simple, easy go life, uh, but it's a life worth living. And so I just want to see him use me uh, for his honor and glory. And that's for every year to come, not just this year, uh, but for every year to come. Amen. And um, the last question here is, what's one thing that is big for your uh, prayer? Right? What's your biggest prayer right now? What, what are you asking the Lord for in your life or in the lives of those around you? Uh, my prayer right now is that the Lord would help me to be uh, patient and waiting on His timing. Uh, I just turned 26 and there's a lot of things, a lot of people that are pressuring me on things and uh, I'm just trying to be patient and waiting on His timing because I know that the Lord's timing is going to be greater than my timing. And so uh, whether it be a future life partner or whether it be my next ministry position, I'm just trying to get to a point where I am able to be patient and waiting on the Lord's timing uh, and just trusting Him. Amen. Well, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today and just um, hearing your heart. And, man, we got to have you back on sometime, sometime when Ryan's on, too, and just all three of us just... Just talking what the Lord's doing in our lives and just talk scripture. I, man, this has been a blessing to me tonight. I need this, man. Amen. Yeah, but um, to wrap us out here, um, how can people find you on the socials or connect with you? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram as I Love Coasters 3000. Kind of a uh, play on words from. Uh, I think it's either Infinity War or Endgame. She says, I love you 3,000. And so I got the idea of I love coasters 3,000 because uh, it's a big passion of mine. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel. I only have one video so far. I'm hoping to upload the uh, Islands of Adventure video at some point, And if that goes well, or even if it doesn't, maybe I'll do a coaster ranking video or something of that nature. And it should still be under I Love Coasters 3000, but if not, I'll probably link it on my Instagram at some point. Cool. And, man, you did a good job on your first vlog there, your first video. You, you did a really good job. Well, I appreciate that. I was a bit uh, nervous about that. I don't like hearing myself talk, but uh, as I've preached a little more, I've gotten a little more accustomed to talking in front of people uh i'm still a little uh shy about my neck and stuff and how i look in pictures but i'm just having a good time and i had a great trip and so i was just excited to get to video that and even if uh even if nobody liked it it's something that i can look back on and 10 20 years later i can watch that video again maybe even show my future kids Hey, there you go, man. It, that's the cool thing about the vlogs and videos is just going back. It's a, it's a little 
memory, I guess. Just a memory maker. <laughs> yeah. It's cool to look back on. But good stuff, man. Well, I do appreciate you really so much, man. I appreciate you being on the team, and I appreciate you being on here tonight. And uh, I know if you, if you all couldn't tell in the background, there's some noise, but uh, he's actually out at a bowling alley this evening and just hanging out with some folks from church. But um, we do appreciate you taking time to hop on the podcast here and just share what the Lord's doing in your heart, man. Definitely. I'm glad to be here. Praise the Lord, man. But as we wrap up this episode, you can find us here at the Ride of Your Life Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And, of course, you know we're here on the podcast. And be sure to stop by our merch shop at rideofyourlifeshop.com and get yourself some some merch there to help spread the gospel and uh, help bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus. So, Blaine, again, thank you so much, sir, and we'll definitely have you back here on the Ride of Your Life podcast, sir. I look forward to it, Donnie. Awesome, man. Well, you take care, sir, and same for all of you listening here on the Ride of Your Life podcast. God bless, and you have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs>